Hey y'all, and welcome to the Transparent Chip Podcast, where we explore, evolve, connect, and create community while broadening our perspectives and everyday topics. Please make sure that you are subscribed wherever you are listening and follow me at transparent.chick.pc on Instagram so you can stay in tune with me. I'm always active on my stories, so be sure to engage because I will definitely respond back. And again, thank you for being here with me. Now let's get into this episode. All right, y'all. So I know it's the new year and I know that people got their resolutions going, things that they're thinking on, goals that they want to accomplish. I'm in the same boat. I'm not typically a resolutions person because what I have found is that I don't carry them through. But instead, I focus on like three main goals and those goals have other goals up under them that kind of help me. Um, just complete them all together. So for example, um, this year, my top three goals are to financially know what's going on. Um, I have gotten to a point in my life where I make pretty good money and, um, I don't know how it works. (laughs) Um, I just know that I go to work, I do it, I make good money. Um, and I'm probably more than likely spending in places that I shouldn't be. And one thing that last year taught me was paying for convenience isn't always the best option, especially if you're going in a situation um, without knowledge. So that's one of my main goals. My second goal is to tap into my creativity. Um, I have always been a person who can be artistic and crafty and just a lover of the arts, right? And for a long time, I haven't really been able to tap into that. Well, I don't want to say I haven't been able to tap into it. I just haven't. I became an adult, did adult things, and kind of gotten away from that. And I don't like it. (laughs) I love being an adult, don't get me wrong, but the responsibilities and the day-to-day hustle and bustle um, can sometimes weigh you down. And I just miss having that childlike joy for something. So I've decided to tap into my creativity. This podcast being one of those things. And so far, it's been a space that I've just truly enjoyed. Um, I used to dance, so I've gotten back into that. I used to sketch and paint. And so I've charged myself to sketch or paint something at least once a week, even if I don't finish it. And even in that, like, it requires me to slow down. And there's so much peace in slowing down, y'all. And then my third is spiritually, just to stay connected to God, to stay in his presence as much as I can, no matter where I am or who I'm around. And um, part of that is for me to be alcohol-free this year. Now, let me explain. I am not an alcoholic (laughs) in any shape or form, but I do have the habit of drinking just to be drinking. And I realized it um, a few months back. So I love to cook. And um, one of my habits is I'll have a glass of wine while I cook. And sometimes a glass of wine will turn into one or two or three or the whole bottle. It just depends on my mood that day. And so... um, I'm also a social drinker. Like when I go out, my friends know Bev is good to get 
a cocktail and that cocktail is going to be like balanced well it's going to taste nice all the things and so um it's just a challenge for me and plus I feel like you know approaching 31 years old I just need to detox my body from all the things that are not good for it now does this mean that I'm going to go on a strict diet and become vegan and do all these things no it does not what it means is that when my body tells me that it needs something I'm going to listen to it and so yeah um, as we get into the new year the topic for today that I want to discuss is a digital detox and how to make your social media a tool for you So let's get into it. First of all, I want to say thank you to those of you who engaged in my post this week on my stories. I asked y'all what you wanted to hear about this week. I had three topics and digital detox um, came in at like 76% and the other two had obviously been voted on but had the lower percentages. So thank y'all for engaging keep doing that with me um just because i want to make sure that i'm putting information out there that you're actually interested in right so let's get into this digital detox this inspiration came from um a podcast that i actually listened to um my girlfriend sent it to me and um she's one of my business besties hey boo um and as I was listening to the podcast, I was like, yo, this would be a really good topic for my podcast, but mine is coming from a different perspective. Um, that particular podcaster, she doesn't entirely um, care for social media like that, but she understands like the importance of like marketing and getting your business and brand and stuff out there. And so that's the sole purpose of why she pretty much does it. As for me... I love social media and I've always loved social media. And it's funny when I hear people say like they can't stand it because, you know, people are on their front and they doing this and they doing that. And I'm like, well, why do you follow those people? <laughs> why do you pay attention to those things if they annoy you or frustrate you? And so I've always come from that point of view. The reason I love social media is because it's entertainment to me. It's, it's, it's a place where I have cultivated um, my timeline to be a timeline of things that I can learn from that educate me. Um, like I literally learn something new every day, no matter how small or large, no matter if it's news um, or if it's a certain word or a certain fact or um, a new recipe or a new like painting technique, like whatever. I learn something new from social media every time I get on it. Um, and so I just wanted to come to y'all from that point of view. If you are that person that does not like social media, then I feel like it's pretty much on you if I'm being honest. And the reason I feel that way is because you are not warped into this world of social media without control. You have control over what you view. And I'm a firm believer of what you see and what you hear is under your control. And sometimes I understand we are in environments and around people that we technically have to be around because we're either at work or we're at a family event or whatever the case may be. But even in those spaces and places, right? You can tune things out. 
that don't work for you. And social media is the same way. So today I want to help y'all cultivate your social media in a way to where you actually enjoy it, not enjoy it for the sake of it just being a distraction and, you know, you not being in touch with your reality around you, but be um, cultivated to a place to where when you do go on it, you are encouraged. You do learn something. Um, you're, you're viewing and listening to things that just benefit you all around. But before we get into the tips that I have for y'all, um, I want to talk a little bit more about the language. So um, I looked up the words detox and tool. And so the definition for detox is a process or period of time which one abstains or rids their body of toxic or an unhealthy substance. And then the definition for tool is a device or implement, especially one held in a hand, um, to carry out a particular function. And so the reason why I define these words specifically is because when I say detox, I mean, how often are you plugged in to social media? How often are you plugged in to your digital things, whether it be your laptop or your TV? And then um, I define the word tool because, again, I want you to use your social media and the things that you hear and you see as a tool to benefit you more so than to not. Um, and so the statistics that I gathered was that in America, the average person spends two hours and three minutes each day on social media, scrolling. And then the interesting fact that I found about that is that most of those folks are just consumers. Like they're not really creating anything. And you know, they may put pictures up of themselves or their family or, you know, things like that. But when you think about content creators or people who are putting the information out there for you to consume, they spend a lot more time on social media. And those people that do that, they tend to not want to be on social media as much. Like for me, I'm starting to not want to be on as much <laughs> just because I spend so much time now on my computer and doing research and reading certain things so that I can bring um, good information and topics to y'all. It is no longer um, just something that I do to make the time go by. Now, what I mean by that is when I'm alone and when I'm by myself and I'm when I'm in my house, because there's plenty of other things I could be doing. But if I'm out and about and we waiting on a dinner reservation or something like that, yeah, I'm going to still scroll. I'm going to still see what's out there. Um, but yeah. And then the last thing that um, I wanted to point out is that as content creators, like the reason that we spend a large amount of time on social media is because we want to see, you know, what our audience is reacting to what they are enjoying how we can better improve the content that we put out and we like if you're on tiktok and stuff like that there's so many trends and sounds and things like that and also like culture like what's going on within your culture and the certain things that you like to follow like i love music 
So my favorite artists, I follow them and I see when they're dropping music or when they're going on tour and stuff like that. And so I like to be in the loop when it comes to those type of things. There was also um, two other things that I wanted to talk about, which were um, the effects of social media and mental health and also um, the effects of blue light. I learned a lot about that. I didn't even know that blue light had such a impact on our bodies. So first I'll start with how social media correlates with mental health. So one of the facts that I read, it said that multiple studies have found a strong link between heavy social media and increased risk for depression, anxiety, loneliness, self-harm, and even suicidal thoughts. And so when I read that fact, it took me back to a time where, um, God, this was many years ago, where I felt like every time I looked on social media, and again, this was at the time, um, I would see people like, you know, having babies, getting houses, starting businesses, getting married, um, traveling, just seeming to have a good time. And I, in a way... It made me feel like, you know, the life that I was living was not good enough. And if I'm being frank, like it wasn't because at the time I was make I was working in retail and I was living paycheck to paycheck. I was also in school um, to be a hairstylist and I wanted those things. Right. Like I wanted to be married. I wanted to have the children. I wanted to travel. I wanted to start a business. And so um, I did fall into that trap of comparison. I also fell into the trap of comparison when it comes to how women would look and the likes that they would get and the attention that they would get. And so um, once I recognized this with myself and, you know, my boyfriend at the time, he was like, you know, you're always on your phone. <laughs> and at first, like I used to get offended when he would say that. But once he explained to me why he was like, you know, we're spending quality time. Like I would like for you to be present, yada, yada, yada. And I was like, you know what? You're absolutely right. But when I started disciplining myself to put my phone down and being present in that moment with whomever I was spending time with, I enjoyed those those moments a lot more. And the trap of comparison started to really like just fade away. And I started journaling about it. And I realized like, you know, I could have those things too. But the thing about me having those things is, am I doing or creating habits for me to be in those spaces and places? And the answer was no. And so, you know, at the point in time, I couldn't help where I was because I was still in school and still working that retail job. But once I graduated, <laughs> I took a leap of faith and I started working full time as a natural hairstylist. And baby, that was the best decision ever. Now, entrepreneurship is not easy in any way, shape or form. Like you have to have a team. You have to have the passion and drive. You have to get up on those days, even when you don't have the encouragement that you feel you need. Uh, and you have to truly love and have a passion for what you're doing. And so over the years, I'm going into year five now, like I just look back over my entrepreneurial journey 
And I am so proud of myself for dismissing comparison. And this is not to say that I don't fall into the trap of it every now and again, but at the same time, I know how to get out of it. So I just encourage you guys, like, if you fall into that trap of comparing your life to those around you, it may be time to unfollow or um, I know Facebook has an option where it won't show like that particular profiles um, page as often on your timeline. It may just be time for you to take a break and that's okay. And that's part of me saying like, that's why I love social media because I have complete control over what I see and what I hear and what I take in. Hear me and hear me clearly, y'all. If you are dealing with depression, it is not something to play with. It is not something to play with. I know that our minds can play some tricks on us, but I highly encourage you to Go to therapy, find a counselor, find a support group, find an outlet for you to release that energy and those thoughts out in a safe space so that you can learn to have better mental health. Me personally, I have not been diagnosed with depression, but I have had moments and seasons where I have felt that way. And it took everything in me to fight my way out of it. Now, me being the transparent chick, I am a lot more open about my emotions and the things that I deal with um, because I can recognize who I can share those things with. I have a beautiful, wonderful support system. And so when I get into those dark spaces, I made it a rule for myself that at least one person would know. And I also asked that person permission if I could put something heavy on them. Because y'all, since the pandemic, everybody has experienced something hard. Everybody is working through something. We're trying to find our new normals. And so I do not think it's fair that we just dump on people. I feel that we absolutely should ask permission first and then share. But again, please, please, please seek help if that's what you need. We love you. We want you here. God put you on this earth for a reason. And yeah, don't give up hope. Please don't give up hope. So. Again, don't allow social media to put you into this comparison trap. Comparison is the thief of joy. And so instead of comparing, admire. Instead of saying, dang, I wish I had X, Y, and Z like that person. Be like, I admire the fact that they have that type of style. It's so unique and beautifully for them or beautiful for them. Um, Instead of saying, I wish I was married like they were. Start preparing yourself. Prepare yourself for marriage. That is a thing. (laughs) I am currently in that phase and stage of life because I am a wife. I am not a girlfriend. And I understand there are stages that you got to go through before you become a fiance and then a wife. However, I know 
I'm a wife, which is why um, me personally, like I'm not out here just dating for the sake of dating, which is why I'm not easily accessible. The right man, the right life partner, the right man of God will be able to catch my attention, you know? Um, So yeah, I'm going off on a tangent, but let me get back to what we were talking about. So the next topic that I wanted to talk about was blue light, which I learned a lot about blue light. Um, I know I had heard a lot about it when we entered into the pandemic because a lot of people were spending time um, scrolling and watching TV and being on laptops and stuff like that. And um, there was an increase in like um, eye strain and vision changes and things like that. And it was said that it was because of the blue light that comes off of these devices. And so I looked a little more into that and I did not know, but blue light in some ways mimics daylight. But instead of like the negative of it, it is actually good for you because it helps with your circadian rhythm. And your circadian rhythm is um, your body's like natural way. Um, to recognize when it's time to like wake up and when it's time to go to sleep. And so think about it. If blue light on your devices mimics like daylight and you're sitting in the bed and it's dark outside and you're in a dark room and you're just scrolling, like one, you're keeping your brain stimulated. And then two, you're also like messing up your circadian rhythm, which is telling you like it's time to kind of like mellow down, wind down, get ready for bed, get ready for rest because you're just sitting there scrolling or you're watching a TV screen. And so um, my thing with this is I read that um, it's recommended for you to put your phone down at the very least, like the very least 30 minutes before you go to bed. And some um, things that I read said one to two hours is what's best. And so for me, I'm going to implement this. I want to do it um, and allow it to be part of my bed routine. And what I realized is once you have routine centered around certain things, it becomes like second nature to you. Like I know for me, I'm an iPhone user. So I have my um, focus set to where my phone goes on do not disturb at 730 every single day. Now there are certain people that can get through Hence, my mama and my daddy. But other than that, like, if you don't catch me before 730, then it is what it is. And um, I had to do that because um, I wanted some time for myself. Like I said previously, me being a hairstylist, I take my job seriously and I'm very intentional. And so when I walk into that space, I am providing my clients with the best customer service that I can. I'm very interactive. You know, I talk to them. I talk with them through certain things. And so I'm giving out a lot of energy every day. And so by the time I get home, like I want to be able to truly like rest and decompress and spend time with myself doing whatever I want to do, whether there's reading a book, sketching, painting, dancing in my living room, cooking. I mean, whatever. So when it comes to the blue light, again, like it can be good for you because it helps with your circadian rhythm, right? But when it comes to us winding down and going to bed and going to sleep, 
I completely urge y'all to just pay attention and try not to be scrolling while you're in bed. Give your mind and brain a rest. Um, another thing that I read is that um, scrolling keeps you stimulated. And so if it keeps you stimulated and you're getting ready for bed, it makes it hard for you to disconnect and shut down so that you can relax your brain, so that you can relax your body. But I also learned, too, that there are two different uses, which is passive use of, um, <clears throat> excuse me, passive use of blue light and then active use. So passive use would be where you're just listening to music or if you have the TV on, you're not like your eyes are not glued to it. And then active use would be when you're like texting somebody or you're just scrolling through social media. So those are some things um, that I just want you guys to be aware of. Maybe you can incorporate it in your routine um, so that you can get a better night's rest. Because for me, I have to get my rest and I don't play about it. Okay, I get at least seven to eight hours of sleep each night. And if I don't, like I'm not going to die if it's just like one day, but if it's more than a day. I'm completely going to be off. So now that I got all of that information to you, I hope that it was helpful. Um, I hope that it gave you some things to think about because it definitely gave me some things to think about as far as how I want to change my routine. And so I just encourage you to understand and know that the content that you consume, it does have some type of effect on you. And I just want you to be more aware of that. And so the tips that I have for you guys are number one, monitor your screen time and stick to it. Number two, follow accounts that add to you versus take away from you. Number three, unfollow accounts that serve no purpose or represent the old you. And what I mean by that is we change so much and so often and the things that we're interested in also change. So if you're no longer into, I don't know, what's something I'm no longer into? If you're no longer into, um, I don't know, whatever. If you're no longer into something, then there's no reason for you to really keep up with that. Um, number four, do a detox at least once a year. I know for me, I do it like twice a year. Um, and I kind of like follow it with the season. So when winter time comes and it's time for things to kind of like, die away that's when i do my detox um and then i'll do it like at the beginning of the year as well or like springtime ish um number five connect and engage with accounts that you truly enjoy this does so much for the content creators that is putting this information and these things out there for you to enjoy for you to consume so it's very appreciative for content creators for you to interact with them and even if they don't respond back, specifically if they have like accounts in a large, uh, have an account with a large following, um, trust me, they see it, they pay attention. Um, and lastly, come up with a bedtime routine that makes sense to you. I truly want you to disconnect at least 30 minutes before bed for better sleep. And so that means during those 30 minutes before bed, you can take the time to write, to pray, to read, or just to simply breathe and slow down, prepare your body for rest. Rest is our birthright. 
Okay? Hear me again. Rest is our birthright. And if you are a person that, you know, you like to do this, you like to hustle and bustle, put that on your to-do list at the end of each day. Like, I have to rest. I have to disconnect. I have to wind down. I have to allow myself time to deeply breathe so that I can give my body the best rest that it needs and so that when I wake up the next day, I can be ready to conquer that day. So y'all, this is all that I have for you. I hope that again, this episode was informative, that you learned something, that it gave you something to think about. I will include these tips in the show notes along with certain accounts that I follow that truly bring me joy and that add to my life. Um, I hope that y'all have a beautiful, wonderful rest of your week. And as always, be well, be blessed and be intentional. Until next time. Hey y'all, that's our episode for today. I hope this episode provided something for you to think on, journal, or create a conversation with those around you. Again, thank you for listening and be sure to subscribe wherever you are listening. Also, go ahead and leave me a comment below. Let me know what you think about the episode um, and what you enjoyed and what your takeaway was. Also, rate this um, episode for me and my podcast for me so that I can gain more listeners and following. And lastly, be sure to follow me on Instagram at transparent.chick.pc. Again, transparent.chick.pc so that you can stay in tune with me. Until next time, fam, be well, be blessed, and be intentional.